Hey, best friends. Welcome to the Bestie Advice Podcast. Where we discuss all things relationships. Besties, welcome back to another podcast of the Besties Advice. I am your host, Irene Abrams, and I'm here with my bestie, Kiran. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, besties. We are so excited today. We have a special, special show. I'm very happy to bring in another dear best friend, a childhood friend of mine. Someone that knows like where all the bones are, right? (laughs) We have our uh, bestie, Shawana Gonzalez. Hey, Shawana. Hey, Shawana. Hi, you two. Hey, so, <laughs> today we're going to talk about a show. Most of our shows are very, you know, informative, um, you know, upbeat, but we're going to talk about a different topic. We're going to go a little deep today, and we're just going to really look at the topic of grief and how we're managing grief. And grief is a part of relationships. We lose yes. people um, that are close to us, and <clears throat> something that we have in common, myself and Kiran and Shawana, we have the loss of mm. our fathers. Yes. And so that's something we share. And you out there that are listening to us that are watching us on YouTube, you might have that in common with us. So we're going to discuss managing grief. And we chose Shawana because um, I've known her since I was 13 years old. And I know a lot about her, about her family, um, you know, about her husband and different people in her life that I have witnessed and stood with her that have passed. And so I I believe she's a good person that can really help us process what grief looks like. What does it look like on the other side? You know, how do you deal with it? How do you deal with death of a, a spouse when you have children, you know, twins? Um, and then your mom and dad. And so she's handled all of this with such grace and such dignity. And, and it's really an honor for me to have her. And our background is I've known her since um, I was 13 years old. I think I was 12 and she was 13, actually. Um, mm-hmm. We met at, you know, we met at church, like me and Kiran. <laughs> we met at church and um, it's funny. I my first impression of her. She walked in church with shades on. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, she was a diva. She came in with some shades, but you know, her dad was a deacon at the church where my grandfather was the pastor. And it was only a very few girls there that were the same age. And, you know, her and I just kind of naturally bonded and we grew up together. Um, you know, she watched me go through puberty. She watched me become a teenager, a young adult. She was in my wedding. Um, she watched me mature as a woman. And so, you know, it's really an honor to have her, you know, on here uh, to really just, um, just to present another side of me and my life. Someone that grew up with me in Kansas, as well as having her talk about her journey and what she's been through with yes. grief. So welcome to the show, Shawana. Yes, we are so yes, excited yes. to have you. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> almost did I, I I'm holding it <laughs> so you know Kiran you know when you and I when we went through like the topics we wanted to have for 
season three, we both agreed that we wanted to really look at grief. Yeah. And so, um, you know, share with our audience why, why we felt that that was important to kind of look at, and then we'll transition to our interview with, with Shawana. Um, yeah. So, hey, everybody. Again, welcome, welcome, welcome as far as to this episode. Um, well, I know as far as when it comes to grief, I believe that everyone handles it. But the thing is handling it the appropriate way. I don't believe that there is like a right way or a wrong way, but I do believe that um, it's an appropriate way to actually handle grief. And uh, with me, with the position that I hold as far as in my church being um, a pastor's wife, I see, you know, our member, different members, they may pass away or some of our members, you know, their, their loved ones pass away and you're there for them. And you can kind of see the ups and the downs. You see like all sides of, of families handling grief or, or not handling grief. And I do believe that we should handle it. <laughs> If you don't handle it, I do believe it will handle you. It will take yeah. over you. It will take over your life. Um, so I do think that that's something that we actually do need to talk about, you know, talk about as far as as, as females, as males, as, as family members, as loved ones, how to be able to even support one another. Um, even if you have not experienced losing someone, but you have um, a good friend or a spouse and they may have lost someone, how to even help them and support them. Um, and it's not always about, you know, saying, oh, I understand, because if you've never experienced it, that's one thing you don't say is I understand. Um, but it's 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 a right way to actually be there for. It's it's not even about you having the right word. Sometimes it's just about being there. Um, so I know as far as with you, Shawana, um, you have there's different levels of grief that you have actually um, experienced. So before I even ask any questions, if you can just share a little bit as far as about um, some of your loved ones that you have actually lost over the past yes. few years. I'm so glad to be here and I'm, I'm glad to help, you know, with this topic and it, mm -hmm. it's something that's not really popular, you know, that a yeah, lot of people absolutely. don't talk about. And, uh, you know, when Irene asked me to, to come on and to talk about it, she gave me enough time to just process it because, you know, it's, it's a process, you know, and, you know, the level of loss that I've had has been different. It's, it's at a level at this age, you know, that most people don't get to or have to experience, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, you know, at a very young age, you know, I really um, never thought about that or really never thought, you know, that this would be what I would be going through. But I mean, of course, I mean, I like Irene said in the introduction that I lost my husband. And so we have twins, we have boy girl mm -hmm. twins and I lost him when they were five. And so they're 13 now, they're thriving, they're doing, you know, really good in life. Mm -hmm. But um, that was a, you know, a pretty early on enough for them to have memories, you know, yeah. Of, yeah. of him and their interactions with him, but still very young in, in age and, um, so it just kind of progressed over time, you know. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, I've also lost my parents. And so more recently, my dad here, but my mom passed away five years ago. So she passed three years after my dad. 
uh, after my husband, Leo, and then mm-hmm. um, I just recently lost my dad. And so this past April, so it's just, you know, it's been years in between, you know, the, the, the losses, but it's still, you have to go through the process from the beginning of yeah. every one of those relationships and, and, and what, and how do you do that in a, like you said, a healthy way. Yes. yes. Um, and I, I'm, I'm grateful for having, you know, my church family, you know, and the pastor bringing me in and saying, there's a good way to do it. And there's a bad way to do it. Like, you know, you need to pick the the good, good way. And yeah. I can't say that I always chose that. Yeah. Because, because of the amount of loss, it was challenging. And Irene knows this, you know, about me, you know, mm-hmm. personally, but uh, it was challenging. And then more recently, you know, after my dad passed in April, I lost a, an aunt my mom's last living sister passed and she was also the only person who had boy girl twins like me so we had a really close relationship and uh shared a lot of stuff about you know the twins and I'm just grateful for you know with grief what I'm grateful for you know since my husband and then all of those progressions is that my relationship with those individuals yeah. You know, I found a lot of peace mm-hmm. with the relationships that I have with them. And so the yeah. grief became easier, you know, uh, as the time came. And I know that that probably sounds weird, mm-hmm. but, you know, being good to them and just taking every moment to just value your loved ones is so important. Absolutely. And it will help with grief. It will help because you know that you did the best and you, you know, that you gave them, mm-hmm the most respect and yeah. you really value your time time with them and you did what you could you know when they were here and uh that's really honestly as t- at, um, unfortunately I had a lot of loss but at the same time the lives mattered you know and and the time the quality of time that I spent with them really mattered and so I can't say that I don't miss them but I yeah. can say that it got easier because I figured out you know my husband just lived each day to the fullest and I let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. whatever made him happy, you know, once we, you know, kind of knew what he was dealing with, then he got to enjoy that, you know, yeah. and without me giving him any trouble. So I find a lot of peace in that, that he got to be himself and he got to live life to the fullest and lots of of memories were made because we knew he had a long-term illness. Mm-hmm. And so it, we knew that that was the way that things were going to go. And so I have so much to share with the twins and so many funny, you know, things. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that because they just look back when they went to their first pumpkin patch, which is yeah. getting ready to come up mm-hmm. and I could play slideshows, you know, and things for them to see him with them and, mm-hmm. you know, them first starting to talk and things like that so every season I have memories to share and uh, I'm just grateful that God gave me the opportunity to know and and get this you know the get it captured you know so 
we were married for 11 years, just in case yeah. anybody's wondering. And uh, our one year anniversary was him getting a pacemaker. Wow. <laughs> so okay. we spent it in a heart hospital. And so we knew what we were dealing with. And uh, we were still blessed with the children. We were, we received a double portion, yeah. which yes. is what we were paying for all. The, we were praying for that all the time, you know, and uh, he was a, a prayer warrior. I mean, he, yeah. he was on the, uh, the prayer team, you know, in our church. And that's kind of how we, that's how we met is through church. I was on the media ministry and he was on the prayer ministry and we met that way. So. Wow. But yeah, I mean, that was a long run. So I I tried to pause so you can edit it, (laughs) but (laughs) uh, yeah, I mean, that's my answer. (laughs) Okay. So um, it it was a lot of things that that you actually just said. And I want to just kind of pick a few things out of out of there. Um, So I know you you did mention as far as with your family and having your family, you know, there uh, um, with you. And I want to kind of connect it as far as actually with with the three of us. um, I think everybody kind of handle grief again differently, but handling it in a healthy way. I like the way you said that handling it in a healthy way. And we all have multiple siblings. Um, (laughs) Thank God, the way God set it up for us that he did not leave us out there by ourselves to deal with it on our own. And I know as far as just personally with me, just having, yes, my mom is still there, love my mom, but having my brother and sister right there, you know, with me or whatever, it actually helped me um, with my grief. Now we all do it differently and our way, others may say, yeah, something is wrong with you all. When I say, I mean, we're telling jokes, you know, or whatever, um, you know, jokes as far as like about my dad, you know, we're always bringing light to things. And again, if someone else was in the room, they'll say that joke is wrong. You should not have said it that way, but it's like, you know, no, like, I'm just going to say, you know, something as simple as, uh, well, yeah, you know, let's make sure we tell daddy, you know, to come with us. You may have made a mistake because you're so used to saying, yeah, we got to make sure we include daddy. And my sister would say, well, if he's coming, then I'm not going to be there. You know, things like that. Someone else might say, what? Right. Oh my God. But it's like, that's how we kind of get over yeah. things. We'll sit there like, and then we'll just laugh about it but that's just us and our relationship so I want to ask you as far as even like with your siblings and also you too Irene um but Shawana with you you and your siblings like how did you all deal with it together as far as your grief or you being able to go to them about your husband you know as far as about your mom and your dad and even your aunt girl they were tired of hearing about my husband okay (laughs) Uh Um, What I experienced is, you know, before our mom and our dad passes, what I experienced, and Irene definitely knows this, is that um, they were tired of it. Um, They were tired of it. You know, they felt like... They didn't understand it, though. That was the thing. They didn't understand understand it. it. And, you know, not until you... And that's the thing about grief is that not until you actually experience that, it doesn't... I don't even know if it needs to be the person, you Mm -hmm. know, like that person. But once you have been through it, I got so many apologies from my family members because they just couldn't connect with the fact that Leo had passed 
in the way that I did. Mm-hmm. And so what I experienced was every first, every first thing, wedding anniversary, his birthday, our, you know, just, it, it, it just any, there was so many things that triggered me, you know, um, his first Christmas after he passed, we wore pajamas because I just didn't have the strength to get us dressed. So I found holiday pajamas to go to the family dinner. And mm-hmm. is that depressing? Yes, to others, but mm-hmm. it's, it's what I had the strength to do yeah, yeah. with some little kids and they were cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Christmas, you know, we always spend it at home. So we yeah. never went to a family gathering because the kids are at home and you got the Christmas tree and you Mm -hmm. they're opening their presents and they want to focus on their presents so um but but that year after he passed that was a very difficult time and I could do the I did the best that I could you know with making it still festive for them as children but yeah all of those dates so I just felt like you know after a while people you know my family in itself were exhausted you know their hearts went out but they just weren't connected to it in a way and so when we lost my mom then I got a different reaction yeah Yeah. of I don't even know how you did that (laughs) yeah and so not, you know, yeah. and it, it wasn't necessarily rewarding, mm-hmm. but it validated, you know, for me, how them experiencing it made it real. And it's not that they yeah. didn't miss Leo, but they just, he just wasn't their husband, yeah. you know, yeah. he wasn't their husband. And so this is Leo, by the way. That's Leo. Yeah, <laughs> that's him. I think with Shawana too, um, with her siblings, um, so there's 10 of them and Shawana's child number nine. And so she's from Arkansas. So they really, um, it's different. Well, not so much because Kiran, you're the oldest and I'm the oldest, yeah. but they really believe like the oldest is the next in charge. <laughs> so when you get down to Shawana, child number nine, mm-hmm. She just gonna go along, get along. You know what I'm saying? She's like, okay, thank you for letting me know. Yeah. yeah. Pass, like, baby, we just passing you the information down. <laughs> so when she and do what I say, husband, right? It's <laughs> like you know, you gonna do what I, exactly? You do what I say. And so when she lost her husband, they just didn't understand it. Like they yeah. didn't get it because they hadn't been through it. But then when they lost their mom, and then the oldest had to really step kind of deal with it like they all yeah. it was a different type of grief because like wait this is our mom yeah and Shawana's family how they how they come together is they sing so they're singers and so they sing and I just don't understand why one of her sisters Trina I just I, I, she's like she should have been the next Fantasia like I'm still trying to figure Famous. out why she just <laughs> I'm waiting on an album right mm-hmm. and so right. they're all like singers and so they come together and it's nothing for them to sing for hours they sing at all their family functions so when you ask like how do they you know come together it's mm-hmm. this is me like knowing them like since being a child they sing they come together but again you know the difference between you and I is like, you know, when my uh, 
dad and my granddad, even my grandmother, you know, it was a, a lot of weight that was put on my shoulders as yes. Yeah. You know, and I carried a lot, I had to carry that for my brother and my two sisters Mm -hmm. and they really looked to me for guidance. And so I had to be the strong one because I couldn't be weak. I had to bury them in grace and I had to be diplomatic. I had to be, you know, a referee keeping them from Uh falling apart as you, Kiran, as the oldest, you know, the weight, a lot of the weight is placed upon your shoulders, whether Mm -hmm. you want it or not. She wanted to necessarily feel that weight with her parents as much as she did with her husband, because when it came to her parents, um, her sisters and her older Mm -hmm. brothers more so took the brunt of those responsibilities. And she just kind of was like, you know, whatever, whatever was her role. And my mom wanted it that way because she already knew what I was dealing with. And so I, I'm the first college graduate, you know, in my family. And so you know there's others that went to college before me but I'm the first one and so she gave me a lot of responsibility early on but after losing Leo I think she really evaluated and said she just doesn't have the strength to deal with it if something happened to me so yeah you know she gave that responsibility to others you know who could actually bear you know could actually deal with that you know and and the loss because I really struggled with Leo you know, passing. And so, I mean, I, she was very sensitive to that, but yeah. Irene, you definitely are the oldest and you're, you know, you were in a position to, to run things, you know, and make decisions. Yeah. And a, a yeah. lot of that, um, I didn't have to necessarily do for, you know, my mom and my dad and mm-hmm. my aunt, you know, so I got to, I played a, a lesser role, but definitely, yeah, you were being the oldest is, probably really hard Karan yeah yeah I was gonna say, yeah, yeah yeah she's she know Karan knows I mean she's the oldest as well yeah um, but I, I can say this though that even when my uh my dad passed yes I'm, I'm the oldest but the way that my parents um had things set up my mom and dad actually had a conversation like a couple of weeks prior to my father passing so for those of you out there my father he passed suddenly July of of last year, he was not sick um, or anything like that. It was literally one morning on my way with my husband to go have a meeting with one of the young ladies at the church, had my laptop with me because we're you know in the midst of the pandemic, so I'm working from home. My sister calls, not knowing it's my sister because my phone said daddy. And I actually answered the call like, hey, daddy. And she's like, no, this is Stephanie. And everything goes from there. And, um, but they had just had, my mom and dad had just had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. Um, and they were talking about, you know, like, would, would he um, be buried or would he be cremated? So they had already talked about everything. So when it came time for my brother and sister, my mom to sit down, it was no like, oh my God, what would, oh, I want this. No, he wants that. none of that. And my mom was right there. So we looked at her, what do you want to do? And what do you want to do? And what do you want to do? So it really was not a um, a heavy time for yeah. us. Do- dealing with that, it was a heavy time, oh, yeah. but dealing 
um, as far as with the particulars or whatever of, of his funeral, that was light. I thank God that it was, but that was a light situation. So it really did not really fall on any of us oh, yeah, because it was good. already kind of planned. Yeah, see, my dad and my grandpa, they were already ill. It was just, we didn't know when. Like, we yeah. knew they were ill. We just didn't know. And yeah. like, my dad had cancer, but he mm-hmm. died from a heart attack, right? Yeah. So, but we knew he had cancer. My grandfather, we knew he had cancer. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. My grandfather, um, well, my, well, both of, my dad's funeral was very easy. I mean, he was a military, retired military, the military literally you know my dad wasn't married yeah and so everything was signed over to me like I, my my dad and I had that conversation two years prior to him dying where he signed everything over to me I was his only beneficiary and he said I'm coming to you as my oldest I know that you will do what's right I want your brother and your sisters to have everything but I know you will split it four ways mm-hmm. it's easier for me to make you my beneficiary a hundred percent and knowing that you will do right. And of yeah. course, he knew me. He knew that I was going to do yeah. what was right. And so um, all I had to do was, um, because the military already had everything, I just picked out uh, me and my youngest sister, Kathy. She was with me at the time. Her and I just went, we just literally like, we want this, 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 this. We filled it out and the military paid for everything. So Shawana, I have one more question for you. <laughs> How have you been handling or managing your grief? Well, initially, you know, I decided to get some counseling, you know, yes. and go for our family to go through grief counseling because the kids were just so young, you know, yeah. um, that I needed them to be able to tell me what they thought. And to be honest, it was probably when they turned about eight that they were really honest you know, about how they felt. And uh, it wasn't great. You know, Um, I've continued to um, just continue to go through therapy and uh, myself personally, and just make sure that they had people and role models like family members, you know, uh, the male role models that we have in our lives and things like that. Um, We know when they went to school, you know, they knew that, you know, Leo had passed, you know, at that time. So at those key times, you know, those dates, you know, when it went, you know, of knowing, you know, they know right around Valentine's Day, you know, that we, we both did dates, you know, Mm -hmm. and so Leo took Orlando to see a movie I went with Olivia to see a movie. Okay. So they know in February that that's like around the time that he died because they they were really young. Um, Something else that I do is I try not to remind them of the key dates, Um, but I do make sure that, you know, I've always tried to make sure as they've grown up that they, that people who can support them in school and stuff like that are aware Mm-hmm. that they may feel some kind of way pretty early on okay but, you know with all the memories and stuff like that that's the thing that we do the most is you know share memories and the pictures mm-hmm. where you know he was asleep and they got a hold of some powder they couldn't even walk they couldn't even walk and they got a hold of baby powder by the bed when he was taking a nap and they just covered him with 
I mean, from head to belly, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just tumbling around the bed and he was asleep and it's the best picture ever. And so I go and find things like that and I do slideshows, you know, seasonal mm-hmm. stuff to where like Halloween's coming up. So they'll be able to see some of their first words, you know, even just not even being enunciate, you know, able to enunciate, you know, condo, yeah. you know, they weren't doing, you know, consonants and stuff like that. And so it's just about keeping his memory alive, uh, getting the help definitely for me to continue to strive after, you know, uh, you know, racing them over the last what eight years. Join us next time for part two. Thanks for joining us today. See you next time.